0: What up, FIFA Tears, and welcome to the Free Foot Tears podcast. Today, I am joined by Brad Bart. There is no Luke. We are joined by a guest instead. Welcome on, LCB101, or we'll call him LCB. How are you doing?
1: (laughs) Very good. Thank you for having us on, lads. Appreciate it. Uh,
0: Yeah, pleasure, That's fine. How are you doing, Brad?
2: Yeah, I'm good. Good. Yep. Uh, Just finished night shifts, so a little bit on the tired eyes for those on YouTube. Um but for those on the podcast my voice won't be affected so that's fine
0: <laughs> so let me just get this correct so you're on twitter for your social media and then you do twitch and tiktok content is that correct
1: yes mate yeah spot on um all, all the socials are on there but yeah primarily tiktok twitch and uh, and twitter no problem
0: i'll put all your links down in the description so any listeners that want to check you out are more than free to do so and click on those Appreciate links it. to discover you drop you a follow or two yeah as we i do believe in supporting small content creators and stuff because i think we're small content creators i think they enjoy like the help that other content ge- creators give a lot more than maybe bigger content creators do sometimes oh
2: massively like, i think that's like where this came from like initially isn't yes. it we, we all banded together and and you know look at us now we're a year into a podcast we've been doing this for a while it's yeah it's it's definitely the way forward i think mm.
1: yeah i've met some of the best people i've met on uh, since i started doing this it's like i think fifa is a game we've got such a it, it has a negative connotation around the uh, community but the, the creator community that's behind that is uh, yeah it's unreal
0: do you only do fifa content or do you do other forms
1: so uh, well in terms of creating content and and posting it in in, like yeah yeah, basically or
0: streaming or whatever times time other games basically yeah
1: times time i drop into the war zone um but in terms of like primarily yeah i'm a fifa content creator football content creator dabbling a bit of comedy but i'm not that funny so
0: (laughs) (laughs) i think we all would like to feel we are funny you know we all find ourselves funny so whether other people find us funny that is the, that is the trick to it all. Exactly. Better
2: to be laughed with than laughed at
0: I think. Yes. Well G- GH is probably the biggest prime example from our viewer base. Like, he, he thinks he's uh, funny or what he does is funny but actually people are laughing at him not with him.
2: I can't believe he's got a mention already this early in the podcast.
0: <laughs> if I'm honest. you will get mentioned a few times. You'll find that out. out that's for sure. Um but let's get into our first topic of the podcast. So we are coming towards the back end of Team of the Season. So this is the final week. And the final week, as always, is Ultimate Team of the Season. So they uh, got the 23-man squad, which is picking some of the best cards from all the different other team of the seasons. Yeah. So it's primarily... well, In fact, I was going to say primarily all the top five leagues, but it is exclusively the top five leagues. There's not yeah. a single non-top-five-league player in there, even though you've got likes of Gravenberch, Nunes and stuff that do have very good-looking cards in team of the season, but it is. I mean, I could go through some of the names. Some people have actually been snubbed for ultimate team of the season, so you haven't got likes of Messi or Neymar in there, which is quite an interesting sort of one. You've got Mbappé's, but what do you make of the actual 23-man team?
2: No, man, like you say, I'm surprised, I think, is, is the biggest thing. Like, to me like i know i knew obviously the massive boost they gave to Rafael Liao meant that he was probably going to be in there but for no no um tot's son seems crazy to me just given the fact that he won the golden boot like if you're taking away aside like football things his rating was was good enough anyway but i think i was just surprised not to see son in there
0: mm, potentially but then like left wing uh, position wise there's other players that have got higher rated cards so I guess and it is a 23 man squad so it's a bit hard to pick probably the ideal ones and also you need to distribute it out between all the different sort of positions yeah. on the pitch but LCB what, what are you making of the 23 man squad do you
1: know what one player that I was dying to get my hands on and I was just ho- I was just looking forward to all my thoughts thinking yeah he's bound to be in there it was Pedri and he didn't make the cut um, and I, I get all right, You've got uh, you've got Bellingham in there, um, but you've got KDB in there as well. Who, personally, just has never never been it for me in there on FIFA. I was hoping to see mm-hmm. Pedri in there, um, but at the end of the day, I'm a I'm a prime believer that it's a football game and it should reflect real football. It shouldn't just be like, oh, who's the who's the best players, and I put my hands up, I haven't watched that much in that league, but Brad, I've got to agree with you, I don't know how Sonaldo has been snubbed, yeah. not only for ultimate team of the season, but going into, again, real-life football, actual Premier League team of the year as such, he's been snubbed for that as well, golden boot winner, no pens, that I know, is so I know.
2: crazy. And that is that is the thing, like, surely, I mean, we know that EA will just make up who they want to try and make money, they're, they're, they're here to make money, that's why they do things with packs and things all the time, but, surely like most of it should really reflect real life football that's the whole point in team of the season you know they're not going to suddenly they're not to the point where they're going to pick out someone random who's not played well all year and they're going to get a team of the season like someone someone's going to at least have a decent season even if it's not the best in their position for that league because you could probably find you, you like people will say like oh Messi got his team of the season but Beauregard was the best in Ligue 1 looking at his performances but obviously Beauregard isn't going to sell packs no one wants that basically so that's why Messi will get the team of the season Um, but in that sense like to follow real life football I was just very surprised that that that, that Son wasn't in there and that yeah you then like you say getting snubbed for the team of the year was an insult
0: but if you were to try and pick, I don't know, one of the players from the 23-man squad that you don't potentially already own as a red or the actual team of season card, who are you looking to try and pursue the most over the next... I, I'm guessing it ends on Friday, so over the next sort of like four bit days left? Um, so oh,
2: I've mentioned I've mentioned him, and I also... You know the uh, Tots Essentials pack that we had where we got one on loan? Um, I did yeah. manage to get Rafael Liao in that loan. Okay. Um, so I'm going to try him out, and I'm also looking forward to trying him. So if I could get one, even untradeable, like I'm not saying it from the coin standpoint, um, I'd just like to try him out to see what he's like. He won't fit in my team, so I'll have to build a completely new team around him. But, you know, when you've got a player of that calibre, you kind of don't mind sometimes.
1: Yeah, for for me, call me a rat bag, but it's just Ben Yedder. Ben Yedder or Chewy, both will just slip straight into my team of... I was lucky enough to pack Gold Messi quite early on into the game cycle, so I've been r- running League One the whole year and uh yeah, lucky enough League 1, uh weekend League got myself a red paqueta, which was insane. Nice. Um haven't played a single game since then <laughs> yet. But uh <laughs> yeah, would love to get my hands on a Ben up top of player month Mbappe would uh, definitely get the kids DMing me. Yeah. That sounded that sounded so weird. That did sound a weird. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me rephrase that. <laughs> uh, we'll definitely get the haters DMing me. Let's put it that yeah. way. Yeah. We can edit that out. Yeah. <laughs> wow. As if it does get edited out. Yeah. Yeah, that's the getting, the
0: clips. Of the that's getting clipped. That's getting clipped. For myself, out of all of them, I'd probably be looking uh, maybe a bit of an unorthodox one, Kevin De Bruyne. Oh, I, do I haven't not, really I'll, used him.
2: See, I'm with LCB. I, I don't like him in game.
0: I've never liked him in game. In fact, I don't know really? why. I don't he, get he, on with him.
2: He
1: was my until kind of late game. He was my best red, and in terms of got him in team of the season last year. In my red, played okay. one game with him, and it was straight fodder. I've never got along with yeah. him. Same as that, but for me, I don't know, it's them sort of clunky midfield players. People rave about Fakir and Kunku. I've never got along with any of them.
2: But yeah, so that obviously is mostly ultimate TOTS. With this has come tot swaps tokens too. I am looking at the league 1 because I am desperately trying to get either Mbappe or Neymar just before we can't get them anymore, basically. Um, but a lot of people have opted for the 15 tokens for the 84 times 25. I have seen some very distinctly average packs of those on YouTube. Um, have you used your tokens or spent your tokens yet? And what have you done?
0: I'll let you come in with this one. Now. Yeah, so
1: uh, I have messed up with the tots tokens um, because I already knew that I was going to miss out on a few of them because I went on my stag do. Um, so I missed out on a few, and a few of them and I've totaled up everything. There's obviously three in objectives at the minute you can still get. Um, yeah. I've got nine in my club, so I can get a total of 12. So the highest that I can do is the Syria tops player pick one of three uh, for nine tokens, or I could go for the league on tops pack. And going back to what I was saying a second ago, obviously I do really want either the Many or Ben Jedda, but there's just something about a player pick over a straight-up pack that is maybe... Definitely. Maybe pulling me towards Serie A Tots player pick, one of three. I mean, there's some unreal players in there as well. And this is the first year of Ultimate Team I haven't actually gone for a Serie A Tots player. So who knows? Could do it. Could get an absolute unreal card and change my team round. But yeah, I think I'm going to go for the Serie A Tots player pick. If I would got the tokens, I definitely would have been going for that Ligon player pick, probably the one of five as well and get the five absolute stinkers. But we move.
0: I mean, I just will forewarn you right now is... Since Ultimate Tots has come out, certain players, so things like uh, Koulibaly, Hernandez as well, they've really dropped down in price. So if you do go for the Serie A team season pick, the, in terms of if you want one worth value-wise, if you t- say over half a mil, it is only three players and you've got Tonali because Koulibaly... Got his price, got slaughtered by ultimate team of the season. If you happen to get him in it, he was worth 400, um, he was worth 450k, I think it was before the st- 6 pm, and now he's worth 122k. Mm. So, some traders you lost him. Potentially, there. you could end up easily picking up the players, uh, if you have got the coins anyway if you don't have the coins okay you might not be able to pick them up but so if if you get five mm, average ones or you get valjovic koulibaly baradi and stuff you could probably just easily just buy them rather than putting tokens in for it um but for myself with it i did the 84 plus and i got myself a dupe diaz so fodder and I got the Fernando goalkeeper, so oh, yeah, okay. what w- wasn't a great one in the end. And the thing is, is I haven't been able to do many others because the problem was is EA decided that majority of these tokens would be embedded in SBC, uh, not SBCs, in objectives, the player yes. objectives and yep. stuff like that. And it was always the uh, you you got to have like seven MLS players and you got to win ten games or something like that or play squad battles. And I was just like yeah no thanks yeah so, yeah, so yeah, essentially
2: no you had to like basically do half of an objective which then in basically encouraged you to finish off the objective player because what's the point in doing I think the tw- you know the one of them the one that you were talking about LZB is impacts 12 Argentinian goals in separate games well then you might as well finish off the objective if you're going to do that you know you don't want to just stick an Argentinian up front in something else you're doing you want to you might as well finish off the card and then uh, that takes up even more of your time than it was already you know
1: Mm. Yeah, I do think that this round of tokens, the uh, to acquire them, was much more time-consuming than previously. And it was the objectives Definitely. that mostly mostly threw me off getting them all, because whilst I was abroad for my stag do, I was looking at 6pm at each day, all right, is there a TOTS token in SVC? Uh, no, there's not. So that's where I, I just wasn't getting them anymore. And obviously, yeah. we had the one behind the paywall in, in the packs. I spent 100k on that got some money back with uh, a Tots uh trent so it only cost me 50k that token but
2: still yeah i mean i'm just not a a fan of them doing it that way i mean you know because because like you say of how more unattainable they made the tokens you then encourage they then encourage people to basically spend what is it is it three pounds twenty nine it's for five hundred
0: three ninety nine, I believe it was for the five hundred something like points. that, isn't it? So
2: yeah, so three ninety nine times well let's just take a, a little look at the transfer list at the moment and say that everybody's listing maybe three players on an average each, which they're not, but just take it as that. So one you're talking about one point two million times three pound. So we're talking about three and a half million on that pack. You know, that's the sort of stuff that's crazy to me, like I just I just don't agree with encouraging people to to put their money into the game, um, and certainly those that aren't putting money into their game are certainly going to think twice about putting 100k into the game unless they've managed to pack themselves a banger um, and fill their club up with coins. So, yeah, I don't like it. I don't I don't think it's a good way to go about it. But like you say, there's definitely been more around objectives than there has been in SBCs this this time around just hmm. just
1: doing them numbers you just did there though, you can see why they do it. They tried they tried it out for the first time in um, whatever tokens it was before, and I think I, I saw somebody tweet out, and I don't know what their source was, but they grossed um, they grossed a hundred million profit on it.
2: Yeah, that sounds about right.
1: Hundred million.
0: Are you talking about the first one? Wild, yeah. Winter wildcards. Cards yeah. was the first. So the first token first time, source. apparently,
1: I don't know the source. It was just on Twitter. Uh, apparently the first time they put a TOTS token in a pack in that space of 24 hours or in the space of a week or something like that, from that pack, EA grossed $100 million in profit. And so they've they've trialed something and they're going, yeah, people are going to be spending a lot of money on this.
2: Let's do it again. Yeah. yeah. And that's all they care about at the end of the day. They're not bothered about the game that we're playing. They just want to make money. We know that.
0: I mean, if that is the case, so they made $100 essentially just from the 399 sale, that would have meant 25,062,656 people brought 399 or 500 FIFA points yeah. to just open up the pack.
2: Which is possible, isn't it? You, you can easily see it done. Hard to do it.
1: Yeah. Eas- easily mm-hmm. done. I could, you could probably yeah. see it being even more.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's they make a profit.
1: EA make a insane, insane amount of money from gamble packs. It's it's yeah. ridiculous, and that's why you see. Uh, is it Belgium who have made it illegal?
0: Yeah, Belgium got it illegal, and I think there's a couple of other countries. I think there is a couple. Yeah, I don't think that. it's just them now. I, I think, think there's
2: a couple of European countries that have done it.
0: I believe the Netherlands might do. Yeah, because I, think, I think Switzerland, they have, Lund, have they done it more, I think, but yeah, Possibly, um, yeah. I even think like New Zealand or something like that as well, potentially.
2: Yeah, I think it's the way it needs to go in order to like stop people like getting addicted too much or wasting their money on things, you know.
1: Oh, yeah, mate. My mum mum will never let me forget when I, uh, I think a 13-year-old me or something like that spent like 300 quid on her card just tapping away because oh. it was connected to my Xbox account. long day
2: yeah yeah i was gonna say that wouldn't have gone well uh gone down well at all few car washes that
0: want to say a big thank you to manscaped for sponsoring the podcast they have sent us all out the performance package 4.0 to try out so that we can recommend this for you guys and let me just say i have tried it out and it is a very good product all the products within are very good but let me just talk about what is inside of it. So we have the lawn mower 4.0 and the lawn mower 4.0 the blades on it are designed to help reduce Yourself from having any accidents and potentially cutting yourself whilst trimming yourself down below It also has a nice LED light on it. So you can see where you're cutting. It also comes with a LED Indicated so that you know how much battery charge is left So you know when you need to charge it up is also waterproof as is the weed whacker Which is the nose and ear trimmer. So if you need to trim the hairs on your nose or ears is the perfect product for you It also comes with some nice ball deodorant and toner so that once you are done you can freshen yourself up afterwards The Performance Package 4.0 also comes with a pair of boxes of your chosen size and a travel bag so that you can keep everything in a nice storage location at hand. And to top that off, Manscaped have kindly given us a 20% off code that you can use at checkouts for any product that is on the website. So if you want to get yourself 20% off. And free shipping. Use code FREEFOOTTIERS at checkouts. And thank you again to Manscaped. For sponsoring the podcast. So that is it for the top swaps. But to tie in with Ultimate Team Season as well. We got a sort of like a mini sort of promo. Even though it's not actually got a dedicated promo. But we are finally getting end of the era cards. So you know, since Aguero announced his retirement, you know we've been talking about our oh, Vera cards and stuff. Who's going to be getting them? Who's not going to be getting them? And finally, that can be answered. So we started off with Fabregas and Mata as objective players, and Di Maria getting an SBC card on Friday. Mm-hmm. And we've had Insigne, We've got Noble today. So we've got, got a few, and it seems to be daily at the moment, the SBCs. But it's it's been a while, you know? Some players, like Aguero, hopefully Aguero will be coming out.
2: Yeah, it's been a long time coming. And there's coming.
0: Uh, many other players. What are we thinking of these end of era cards, you know? Because these tend to be, like, almost end game level sort of cards normally.
2: Yeah and I think that's why I don't mind that we're kind of waited till now a little bit to get them because at least they're going to get like the cards that they deserve. I think to like suddenly give someone a 91 card in maybe like November or December when we find out it's their last season would be a little bit silly Uh, whereas now they Mm -hmm. can keep them in in keeping with some of the TOTS cards that they've made this year and um, they get really heavily boosted cards. I mean I'm still a little bit disappointed. I know it's an upgrade still um, and I saw uh, a team take, or I've watched half of a team takedown on him today, um, but Di Maria still, you know, 3-star weak foot I know it's an upgrade on his 2-star but it still kind of makes him, not unusable, but just a little bit You can, I don't know, you can a little bit more tentative with him in front of goal, yeah, undesirable especially for his price and things, so I think like, it, you know if they gave him that 4-star weak foot, then he'd be a much more sought-after SPC He's the most um, expensive one as well. He is, yeah, yeah. And I think like people are going to do some for nostalgia purposes anyway. You know, like Mark Noble, those, you know, pretty much every West Ham supporter is going to do Mark Noble, um, and a lot of other people will still do it because it looks like an alright card uh, for its price. But the free ones, obviously, or to, or in terms of free other than your time, um, Fabregas and Mata on the on the face of it, their stats don't actually look that amazing. Um, Mata is okay but he's medium medium four star three star as a cam i mean obviously he doesn't really strike me as a cam in that sense that screams more of a center mid box to box he has got like 96 stamina um the one that confused me actually with his stats was 99 jumping you know i don't don't really know what that's going to do for him at five foot seven but yeah yeah, i don't know i'm not i'm not racing to
1: do either of them uh fabregas Three star skill moves, four star weak foot at centre mid, but you look at his stats and he's nowhere near any of the other league on centre mids that anybody who would fit him in his team would have. And the same same with uh, Matter. yeah, he looks more of a centre centre mid, but then fifty defending, so you are going to have to play yeah. In cam. Yeah, the only literally the only other than kind of Mark Noble um, looks looks very decent as well, but is is insignia for me. I am not racing to do. Any of the others, I think we've seen there, he's seen Schmelzer as well. Who is going to do it? He does look
2: pretty decent, but but who's going to do it? Yeah, I I don't know many people rocking a Bundesliga team anyway, but like you can get like your gunters and things are around for cheap.
0: If I was still doing my Bundesliga like I have done in previous years, I would have done him, but the problem is, is I felt very underwhelmed every time I've used Bundesliga players, same with Syria, and that's probably why I've not got on with like, using Daibala and all the other s- players, is because I just don't seem to get on very well with the Syria players. F- Gen- I don't know what it is. they don't seem to j- gel for me in-game. This, the La Liga and Prem, at the moment for me, I think, and maybe a bit of Liga, because I've got my team of the year, Kimi and my team, but I think with the objective players with Fabregas and Matter, to be fair, like it's generally a thing any, anyway throughout the year. The objective players, you have some hits, like a few hits here and there, uh, but majority of the time, they're the very underwhelming or meh ish, sort of like cards, realistically.
2: What well, we talked about it on the last episode, didn't we? The, um, the Tots moments and Sufati. Yeah, um, what well, Being an objective card, and you think like, well, how have we, you know, how have we got something of that caliber in that in that particular promo? Yet in Premier League, we got De Gea, and you know, it's it's, it's not consistent enough, is it? Really, like, either you give a mediocre player that's fairly usable to most people, or you give a good player and make it more difficult or you give them a rubbish player but make the objectives more easy I think the flitting in between all of them means at some point we're always going to be disappointed um, which you know is just, well, I mean I say that but we're always just a bit disappointed with FIFA anyway so you're probably never going to strike it out but that's one area where they could avoid it from happening a bit more I suppose
1: Yeah I really I've really try not to be so negative with the game but it's just when just things aren't making sense and the, the requirements that they put on certain cards are just not consistent across the board. I think we're going to talk about mm-hmm. something similar to that later on. But Schmelzer, for example, coming in at 117k for his SPC on PlayStation, or you can go and grab yourself a tradable Alfonso Davies for 100k. Yeah. If I had, if I had fodder, which I don't, <laughs> but yeah. if I had fodder, the only one I'd be putting my fodder into is Insigne. He looks unreal. Don't know if any yeah. of you have got him and tried him, but he looks absolutely correct.
2: No, I'm I'm same, I don't have fodder at the moment. We've also then got alongside uh, sort of tots and everything that's going on, another team sort of promo come along and it's the Conma Ball cards. Now, I haven't really seen much about this um in terms of the cards and what they are and whether I would want to use any. But I have obviously heard the main thing being that uh one of them was extinct for a while, it is Man City bound Alvarez. Um, now I saw like his 84 like, in form at one point during the year I think I packed it untradeable and at the time then it looked pretty good I had him as a super sub come on um, but yeah he was extinct for a while at 1.2 million and now he's dropped down to 1 mil um, but have you guys seen many of the players from this and is there anyone there you think looks like a decent super sub
0: I think to be fair some of them look like they could be decent super subs and as with most of the sort of like sub league team season players, you have the one, two players over 100k, but the rest are like very, very cheap. So yeah. the cheap ones that do have some decent looking stats can be considered maybe super sub. Like, for instance, in the rest of the world, in my guarantee pack, I got. um the Romanian centre forward. I don't oh, yeah, know what yeah, his yeah. name was, yeah. but I looked at his face stats and I was like, "That is incredible!" Like, um, pace, dribbling, shooting, passing. I think was all over ninety. Yeah. But then I looked at the extra card. And I think it was three star, three star. And I was like, "Oh, great." So the problem is, is you look at the face stats for these cards, and you'd be like, "Oh, that could be a good super sub." But then you actually have to delve deep into actually what is the skill moves, what's weak for, what are the in-game stats. And then that is probably the deciding factor. But the man that normally tries out these sort of players is on holiday.
2: Yes, he is. Uh, but I mean, like, uh, just picking one of those out that, like, has fairly good stats and isn't stupidly expensive. So I'm looking at Benedetto. Uh, he's Argentinian, so obviously that does mean you can link him quite well. He's 260k, so it's not like breaking the bank. But he looks very good. And actually, he is four-star, five-star. So he's four-star skill, and he's five-star weak foot. Um, I haven't looked at his in games but his face stats look pretty good he has 99 composure so he shouldn't really miss in front of goal um, mm-hmm. generally looks like an insane card and if I got him untradable, would definitely be the sort of super sub I would want um, what about you LCB what you say
1: yeah, I was, he was the, he was the one of the two. Other than obviously your boy Alvarez from River Plate, who I was going to pick out. Um, Benedetto yeah. does look absolutely uh, insane, uh, but Rodriguez as well. Uh, other than dribbling and physicality, he's almost ninety plus gang, um, and he he looks he looks very very tasty. Um, just having a quick look at him, four star four star as well, high medium. Um, so yeah, he would be someone forty two k as well. I mean. Uruguayan, it? so it's it's going to be difficult to. Um, you're only going to be able to get really a soft link unless you're surrounded by by icons. But yeah, I mean, Bowl, I think going back a few years ago, it was something to the EA introduced to grow the team in South America. Um, yeah. But again, going back to what I was talking about earlier, it's a football game. It's a worldwide football game as well. So I'm all here for these sorts of sorts of promos
2: yeah yeah hmm. definitely and i mean i think one so it weren't i don't think it was last year i think it was a year before that i used these cards to trade with um because because of how they were i don't know why but they, everyone seemed to get the price really wrong and i was like sniping a load of them at like 20 odd k and they were actually forty forty five 45k cards um, and i th- i remember that like over a space of a few days i'd made like half a mil or something crazy um, just by trading on these cards, I don't think it will happen anymore. Certainly, with the way things are bottered uh, on trades and stuff now, um, and also I was on Xbox then, where the market is nowhere near as competitive for snipes and trading as as it is now. Um, but yeah, so I'm I'm I, I, I'm a big fan of this promo. It made me some coins some year. The only thing I would say about the Benedetto, looking at him now, is that he's medium, medium. So I do like high attacking on my on my strikers, uh, but. Like I say, if I got him untradeable, then I wouldn't mind trying him out and seeing how good he is.
0: We've had an SBC for it, which is a centre-back. Nothing too exciting. But he is only 25k for the SBC, which is Berdisso. So he's got... He's got 85 pace, 91 defending. 97 physicality, though, on the card. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you've got some... Argentine players like Romero, uh, Acuna, and stuff. You could potentially maybe fit him in the team, but would probably need to have an icon centre back because there isn't really any decent Argentine goalkeepers in the game. Yeah, be fair, you've also
1: got a tradable the Catalan 93 pace centre back. Although two star week but probably see him yeah, kicking the, the Argentine yeah. yeah, so. There's some nice cards yeah. in there. Some Hi- nice cards in
0: there. Ah, uh, yeah. But look at the work rates of Catalan, high low. There we go for a centre back. Yeah. <laughs> no way. <laughs> you, you you probably wanna have to put him, uh maybe CDM, switch him in game or in a free back if you like. Being it's, it's a bit weird seeing high low on. Um, yeah, I a don't centre-back. like it. But, it makes um... me
1: feel itchy. Yeah, for me that's instantly unplay- unusable.
2: Yeah, definitely. you could
1: you could give the guy ninety nine pace, ninety nine defending, and cost fifteen k with low defending. Um, I know that I know these game dynamics. I know how the game works, and I know I'm gonna get <laughs> rinsed with him in the back, even if he's yeah. absolutely juiced. Yeah. Definitely, mm. the one point that you need him to be somewhere, he just won't be there.
2: No, you'll yeah, see him you running the during their celebration of their goal you'll see him running from the centre circle. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Probably. And that is it with like the main sort of like team of season and all the ultimate tots level content. We have gone into a new season now. So we've got like the new season rewards. Now, it's a bit interesting because, as we are in team season and coming out... Well, in fact, we're coming out of team season because it is the final week of team season. So, you got your level 30 co- content. But, however, the level 30 players are only 91 rated, which is interesting. Because, by the time you get there, which is... But, normally, you if you grind out all the objectives to get the experience points, you could probably get there in... Maybe just short of four weeks. Yeah, you're looking... So you're talking... F- Mid-July. You're looking... Footies, probably. Going to be probably talking about footies in that sort of time. When you're probably looking at 95, 96 players pretty much as a box standard.
2: Yeah, yeah definitely. As promo
0: yeah. players and stuff. And people just having really high-end team. And And the other thing is, obviously, these... Season rewards are all off league players as well. Yes, there are some good nations in there. So, if I go through like the level 15 ones, which are the ones that you can more easily get to first. So, you have Linson from the Eredivisie for Fairnord, you have Gibbs from the MLS, and then you have Rossi from the Portuguese League. CDM. So these are all 88 rated. Do any of those three, if you've seen them, actually like tickle your fancy, or are you just like, yeah, these are just basically SBC fodder.
2: Yeah, no, pretty much that.
1: Completely, yeah. completely SBC fodder. Which upsets me because um, I don't, I don't remember if, uh, oh, I don't, so, sorry, I don't know if either of you two remember, but the, there was an objective card last year for the Syria um, Duncan. I can remember doing it. Oh, he oh, was yeah. so good. Unbelievable.
2: I can remember Fiorentina doing it. Fiorentina, centre mid. Yeah,
1: I can remember doing one of my... Oh, uh,
2: man, he was so good.
1: Very first kind of player reviews on him and was like, you could get a gold rare to Kante for 400k or you could... And so that's the point in the game that it was that Kante was still 400k and was getting this guy at level 15 and he was insane. But this year the yeah. cards have just not been there. I've not put a single one of these cards in my team all year.
2: No. No.
0: Yeah. No. Nah. That's the problem. This year's been all off leagues. Last year was main leagues. Like, so the main one I used from last year in my first team was De uh, Siglio right back for Leon.
2: Mhm. Yeah. He, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Same. He yeah. was was I, I, absolutely yeah. great. I used using ninety one rated or something like that? Yeah. On something around that sort of ballpark, and yeah, when it, when it's a full back are that sort of rating you know that it's somebody you could potentially use for a while because full backs are those sort of positions where ratings tend to be a bit lower so there's a bit less available to potentially look up for first teams and stuff so that was great but then moving over to level 30 which I've got to say, I think there's only one candidate that can possibly be the one that people are taking. Any of the other two, I think, they don't look that interesting. So you've got Ferrati, who is a German cam, and he's from the Dutch League. Mm. Then you've got Knockhart for Fulham. So French, that's the key right there. But he's his stats aren't too bad, I've got to say. And then you have... Marquecas, who is a Brazilian centre back from none other than the Portuguese league. So ninety one pace, ninety two defending, ninety physical Brazilian. Could possibly put him in to a team. But
2: the thing is though the thing is during the year, like you don't mind that because during the year you're looking at someone who might be potentially in your Portugal league players. That are going to be when you're going to do objectives throughout the year, but we're now in June.
1: And yes, and going back to what um, what Mer said a second ago, it's going to be early to mid July until anyone can get their hands on these players. Exactly, yeah. and, and at that point, yeah. you're going to be you're going to be packing 94, 95 rated players and selling them for 50 to 100k.
0: Yes.
1: That's the reality yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. I don't get yeah, EA yeah. thinking. I just don't
0: get it. I'm pretty sure. The se- like if he mirrored it to last year and the season, that would have been probably towards the end of team of the season. And I might have to Google it, but I saw on Twitter a comparison, and it was ninety three and ninety four rated players, I believe it was.
1: Mm-hmm. I saw, the, yeah, I saw, the, and I think a
0: might have been. No, I think Rigi might have been a bit later.
1: I've just been trying to find the Cause uh, you, the tweet because I think I'm on a I was I was thinking of the exact same one you were talking about. I'm looking at one right now. It was night there was a, a ninety five rated bail striker for Real Madrid, ninety nine pace, ninety seven shooting, ninety three passing. Wow. Like How that, different is that? That card, every, everyone would take him, everyone would be like, Wow, get me to level thirty.
2: Yeah, you'd have some drive, wouldn't you? Yeah, hundred percent. Mm. To do to do it. But
1: there's also been the likes of, in in previous years. Also been the likes of Anthony Marshall, as well. Mm-hmm. All of these cards, which are not 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 just usable, but actually meta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For free, mm. I'm just putting yeah. in a bit of effort.
2: Yeah, it's the difference between having an endgame game card and a card that's going to go into an SPC.
0: If they made these ninety five, so you make knock art ninety five, so you add on maybe plus fours or plus fives on their stats. So it'd be like 96 pace, 92 shooting, 95 or 94 passing, 96 dribbling, 90 physical. Like that card in July would be a bit more tempting and 100% maybe tempting to put into the starting team as well, even though he is in the championship. But French is not hard to link into a team, especially if you have the likes of Cantona, Zidane, Vieira and stuff in your starting lineup because yeah. you can always use a full free, free and there you go, just got the one strong link that you need to someone like Knockart, and you're done and dusted and you can just worry about the rest of the team
1: even, yeah. even at level 15 if you look at, out of those three the only one that I was kind of thinking mm, he's, he's okay is uh, the, the League of Portugal, Rossi give him a plus 4, make him a 92 for level 15 with uh, ninety-two pace, ninety-three defending, ninety-dribbling, ninety-one physicalities, high, uh, medium-high. It's a class centre uh, centre defensive mid, class.
0: Yeah. Mm, exactly. But now uh, EA yeah, have probably done a major L in terms of the object, uh, the season reward players this year. Yeah, definitely no one's really talked about them you don't really see them the only time you might see them is in the objectives but that's about it realistically and even then most of the objectives that you're going to use them for are all squad battle objectives as well to be fair
2: yeah well it's pretty much yeah like icon swaps isn't that sort of thing
0: in which case you probably don't really need these players for icon swaps you could easily just use the box standard gold cards and stuff yeah. you don't have to have a special so it d- does even put a big stamp of it's just fodder yeah. would, on these players would
1: it be comparable just throwing it out there would mm-hmm. getting 22 TOTS tokens be comparable to getting level 30 in season rewards would if if so you can for 22 you could get that Essien and that's he's clear of any, all of them that's the yeah e- e- yeah. yeah, yeah very much. I, I know it's a, I know it's a, an outlandish comparison to make, but I'm talking in talking about. No, but your, I understand what you're saying. In terms of time frame, over the course yeah. of this th- that time frame, you could get 22 TOTs tokens and get yourself a Michael Ession. Again, yeah. I know we're saying he's a little bit behind the power curve, but he's clear of any of those.
0: And the fact that you spoke about Essien there is another point that I want to talk about, oh, which I've segment. heard some people talking about lately is the icon SBC so we've got yet another rehashed icon SBC player pick same requirements nothing's changed about it but the problem is it's as another week goes by where in some ways the icon values are going down but the value of the SBC stays the same but the problem is if the value stays the same it means that there is more L's essentially being added to it in terms of value-wise because you could just end up picking them up for a similar sort of price. But do you think they should be, if they do rehash it, they need to really look at the requirements for it? So rather than it being 289s and 288s this week, maybe it should have been uh, an 89, 288s and an 87 instead to sort of more go in line with the value of the icons going down so that it sort of reflects that because let's let's also face it the number of icons that are going to be usable as well goes down mm. over time as well because you've got the team season cards that are that like pretty much the majority of them are better than the majority of the icons so that makes even again more chance of an L available in the player picks? What are you thinking? Do you think that they should lower it or do you think they're justified in keeping it as the same requirements week in, week out? I think
1: you made you made two really good points. The, the second point, firstly, was talking about the usability of, of the icons. And you're right because I was in the middle of, not in the middle actually, I was far from the middle. I'd done about three, maybe four parts of doing moments of the era. But I got to the point now where I thought, does he start in my team? And my decision Mm -hmm. was, actually, no, he probably doesn't start in my team, so I stopped doing him. The second part, and the more important talking point that we talk about, the requirements for it, leave the requirements the same, but make it 93-plus moments player pick. Or make it 92-plus one of five icon moments player picks. Rather than just recycling the exact same SBC. genuinely, I feel like throughout the course of the year, the icon the the kind of main icon s b c that's being released in content should predominantly increase throughout the year to the point where in a month and a half or yeah let's say mid July we have a one of three ninety five plus icon moments player picks for a, a million coins
2: yeah i think I think that's the thing I think like they obviously are going to increase as we now go through the game, but I think they're almost like one behind or maybe even two behind in terms of where like so if you now get one of those icons um they they aren't quite in the curve of the game now you have have to you have to pack the top like the cream of the crop now for that to be usable in your team but if this spc would have been out maybe a month ago some of those mid-tier players still make some people's teams so it's not so 100%, 100%. bad 100 um, percent percent but the problem you've got is well, I don't mind if they do it 288s and 289s again but take the team of the season requirements out then just to make it that little bit more affordable that little bit cheaper um, you know that, that just I think next when you do recycle the same SPC a week later where already you know we're now on end of era cards we're now looking at ultimate team of the season whereas last week it wasn't it, it just needs to either be more affordable or like LCB said they need to be a better calibre of player either or don't keep it the same. No, you're, you're,
1: you're spot on because I'm looking at, I've just literally, as you said, that, just thought, Do you know what? let me have a look at my team and just look through. And I, other than your your Cruyffs, your Pele's, your Hullets, I can't see where any other Icon Moments is getting in my, my team. I got Moments Butcher no. from one of my 93-plus He's which is a dub. I think at the time when I packed him, he was, he was just over a million. He sat on my bench with Antu Fatty. And you know what? When it comes to me going back into the weekend league eventually and it's the 70th minute and I need need a goal, I'm putting on Antti Fati. Yeah. And that was a, that was a free yeah. card that I'm putting yeah. Yeah, over, over that, that moment's yeah. Boucher again, yeah.
2: Yeah. So again, make it comparable. Yep, yeah, you've got some that aren't even as good as a free card. Let's move away from FIFA because it does always come with some... Ne- I think every single part of FIFA you talk about comes with some negativity. And let's talk real-world football. Now, LCB, you are a Villa fan. Mighty Villa. Up the Villa. So, before I get into like looking at like what transfers have happened and gossip is happening, tell us what's going on with Villa at the moment.
1: So, uh, the Mighty Villa are Gerrards at the wheel um, and we're finishing top eight next year. Um, we have now alienated the whole of the Newcastle United fan base. They all hate us um, because they hate our transfer strategy of... Signing people who are close to retirement, like uh, like Philip Coutinho, um, apparently he's close to retirement. But yeah, we're, we're uh, no all joking aside. I think yeah, we're doing doing some smart business. Um, we just signed a youngster from Rangers who's uh, he scored like forty nine goals this year, um, and yeah, it's all in all in the right direction. It was all looking downhill when uh, Super Jackie Grealish left us, and Dean Smith wasn't far behind. But no, back back in some positivity, making some good business, and yeah, looking looking ahead to the future. Well,
2: and I'm and I'm right in thinking you signed Diego Carlos.
1: Yes, what what a signing as well. And again, it's just it's one of those signings where the way I see it is that as a Villa fan, we've gone through this let's say five year period, which was kind of like a fairy tale. You had the 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 boy from. Aston Villa youth coming through and captaining the club. And then you've got an Aston Villa fan whose dad used to be the steward um, as as a manager. We, had, we went through COVID together and was living through this whole fairy tale. And then a lot of court heroes developed at the time. And one of those court heroes that, coming back to the point, is Tyrone Mings, where I really like him. He's our captain. And then Gerard Signs, one of the, I, I don't know if highest rated Highest rated centre backs in Europe is a stretch, but a highly rated centre back in in Europe. Very
2: highly rated. Yeah,
1: yeah. signs him, and then a lot of the fan base is like, "Oh, well, what about Mings? What, what do you mm-hmm. mean, what what about Mings? Yeah, he's our captain. Yes, he's also a left sided centre back, but we've got our owners have got ambitions. We've got ambitions to go further, and to do that, you players are gonna go. Players like Jack Grealish, all right, would have been amazing to uh, to keep him, but he's gone. We're rebuilding. We're through a point of transition. Some other players will leave. Some will stay, and and that that's that's football.
0: Can I just chime in here? You saying that you rate Tyrone Mings as a the...
1: as a as a Villa fan? Yeah, love him is what I was what I was getting at in terms of the the court the court heroes. So I think he had two really really good years, and he got, obviously got his way into England at the time. Um, and I think he is prone to uh, a mistake which is what gets all the YouTube and the Twitter highlights yeah, but if you watch him week in week out and you look statistically over the past year we have f- not even flooded we have sank goals into our net when Tyrone Mings has been out, out of the team in comparison to him being in there but it's more than just being a footballer it's leadership as well so but the st- the stats are there and, and we need to improve our defence and we've signed Diego yeah. Carlos to do that. Why well, do you not rate him as? Solid.
0: No, because of the, literally it seems to be a weekly competition between him and Harry Maguire on who can make the uh, most errors or costly errors that lead to goals or something. And I don't think... Uh,
2: we <laughs> just invited him on, Ms. Don't annoy him so
1: <laughs> You know it, I, love, yeah, I love I love talking um, about football, but to put Tyro Mings in the same bracket as Harry Maguire, come on, I'll switch off right now.
2: Yeah, I've I've uh, yeah, I've got to say that. I think that's a little bit harsh on, on Tyro Mings. Harry Maguire's in a league of his own at the moment and that league is um conference. I don't
0: know. Um, <laughs> if you watch the videos you, you would be saying the same thing as me about Tyro <laughs> Mings.
2: But, you know, I'm gonna trust the guy that that watches him week in, week out, if I'm honest. And I'd like to say, I don't support a team directly, so I'm gonna take it you know, I can't really comment on, on anything else other than than what I see and all I ever see is match of the day on him, so I couldn't comment enough. That's just highlights at the end of the day, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, we are looking obviously the main sort of big transfer is that it is officially a done deal now. We've seen plenty of pictures of the man in the shirt. Erling Haaland has signed. Officially, for Man City. Um, I, I mean, so you guys obviously are supporters of teams, but surely it must bring a little bit of excitement to you, even though you know you're going to be facing the guy one week.
0: I mean, he's, he's cost less than Nunez.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah,
1: he's. Uh, Which is look, Premier League is the best league in the in the world, and we want the best We want the best players there, and you want to watch players like Haaland. I'm just going to put point out there. genuinely, I genuinely think he's going to score 25 plus goals next year, which is mad. But yeah, in his first season, 25 plus goals. I reckon 30, I think 35 plus goal contributions as well.
2: We've seen plenty of like big players come and flop, but I don't feel it with this guy. I don't, I feel like, there's just something about him. He has like a different kind of star quality about him. Um 100%. And I just, I just think he's, a, I think whilst we've seen a lot of class players come and not do so well, I just don't think he is going to be one to mess it up. And especially given the fact that he's got this supply from, you know, all the Man City players. I don't know who's, going to be going this year I know that Barca want want Bernardo Silva which is insane really because based on the fact that Bernardo Silva was nearly out of the door um, and out of favour and then suddenly he's had probably the best season since he's been there and I would doubt very much that that Pep would want to see him go so it just yeah I think with all the the supply he's going to have this year like I'm with you I can see him I, I see that he's definitely going to get over 20 goals and yeah 30-35 30-35 goal contributions in his first season you'll take that every day of the week wouldn't you yeah he,
1: I wouldn't be surprised if he grabs a golden boot next year Man City win the league again
2: um, so looking at some of the sort of like main sort of done deals at the moment so we've got Chirmeni, uh has gone to Real Madrid uh, we've got um, picking out some more Lacazette has gone on a free to Lyon from Arsenal don't think you're too bold about that one are you Mers? really
0: no not at all um, <laughs> goodbye
2: Fraser Forster to, to Spurs on a free. Um yeah. not a bad backup goalkeeper. He's probably a little bit past it now.
1: Another um, another Spurs one, Perisic.
2: Yes, Perisic, yeah. I think that's um, a great uh, sign in. That could that's it could be, couldn't it? I mean he is probably I wouldn't say past it, he's toward getting more towards the end of his career. Um but yeah, uh, it will be interesting to see him in I in think the he'll Premier
1: play uh, I think he'll play left wing back for Conte. You do. Yeah, I think that's where Spurs have been also struggling a little bit as well.
2: Um Arsenal signed this Marquinhos guy, um, from Sao Paulo. From PSG, Nineteen uh, wow. year old Yeah. <laughs> uh, this nineteen year old Brazilian forward. Um don't know anything about him. Um, but I'm guessing he's they're looking to the future with him maybe. A bit like they did with Martinelli.
0: Um, yeah. basically. That's all it is.
2: And look how he's turned out. I think he's going to be a standout player for you now in the next couple of seasons.
0: Yes, but I think he'd probably still be a partial rotation player potentially, depending on what else we do during the summer as well.
2: But then we have got some rumors that we'll just touch on now, and then we'll leave sort of this week in football alone and get onto the Q and A. Uh, we've got Paul Pogba. Looks like he's back, going back to Juventus. I don't think Man United will miss him too much if he's not. He's one of the players. If he's not in the game or doesn't feel like he's uh, in the game, then he just stops working. And you don't really want that out of your players. Um, Steven Bergvine looks like he's maybe going to head back towards the Netherlands. Um, I think that's a bit of a shame, because he's had a couple of clutch moments for them. Uh, But if he doesn't fit into the fold, and he's he's out of favour, then you can understand it. Um, It looks like... And this is a strange one. Christian Eriksen... um, he looks like he wants to step up his challenge after having his year at Brentford and has interest from, now this is what what baffles me, Spurs and Man United. Now, really? on his recovery, he was training at Spurs, right? Why did they not sign him?
1: Because I think he was a risk. I think he was, was a massive risk and well, it, it, it was a, an absolutely awful thing that obviously happened to him. Um, yeah. And it was a beautiful moment in football in terms of how the whole community around the tournament came to him. But any team that was going to pick him up, it was going to be a massive risk because he himself said I, he doesn't know whether he'll play football again. Um, yeah. And something I'll, I'll compare it to is uh, Stylian Petrov, Aston Villa uh, captain, unfortunately got leukaemia. And once he recovered, he came back to Villa and Roberto Di Matteo wouldn't give him a... Cap, uh, a- a contract because yeah it's it's such a risk and this is it's a professional business at the end of the day but he's he's done he's done well for uh for brentford this year i think
2: very well very well indeed yeah um deserves all the plaudits he's got and i know he's not going to be he's not going to be a first team pick for either of tottenham or man united which at the same time i also think is a shame because he's on he's on the start sheet for a team like brentford every week isn't he but he won't be for spurs and man united I don't think. I think he'll be a rotated player. Um, So whilst it might be a new challenge to step up again after what happened to him, I also think he'll get less football. That might be in his design. That might be what he's after um, to try and help sort of protect himself. We don't know sort of what goes on behind the scenes, I guess. Um, But it just seems a little bit of a shame. I think he would get full game time there. Um, Man United looks still to be interested in Anthony and Frankie de Jong. But really, in terms of the big transfers, that is that is pretty much it uh, in in the rumours and gossip there. Unless you guys have heard of or know of any more,
1: Tammy Abraham to Aston Villa.
2: <laughs>
0: that, 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 that would be actually be a good, very but, good,
1: time. Oh, mate. I'd love it. And then Jack Grealish can come back next year, and get the band back together. No, nah, not going <laughs>
0: to You have to pay a pretty penny back to Man City probably. Well, to get him I've back.
1: got a, I've got a couple f- friends who are Villa fans, and they. Are very very confident on us signing Jack Grealish within the next three seasons for around 30 million. Really? Yeah, and a lot. Of, wow. A lot of Villa fans think that as well. Not a lot of Villa fans would want him back at the same time. Um, I'd be in the lesser of them too, but because I'd, I I'd, yeah, I'd love to see him back. But yeah, if he continues to in the in the vein that he's going, but as I said, I think he's going to have a standout season next year.
2: Yeah, so I can see what you're saying in terms of if he doesn't manage to find his feet in Man City, but I really do think he will, Yeah, genuinely. I, I think it's just kind of like a feeling-out process at the moment. And and again, like you may not see it this year, because he's now got a... After getting used to playing a whole year where there's been no striker and the forwards have been sort of playing, or the wingers have been playing as forwards, rather, yeah. he's now going to have a striker to play off. And not so, just any
1: striker as well. We're talking. Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah, not of, just any striker. But like one of the upcoming, like potentially world's best. Like yeah, you people know, so
1: people, people discuss who's better between this kid and Mbappe. Come on, let's let's be honest. He's gonna. Yeah. Wow, I, I I'm so excited to see Man City next year. I can't yeah. wait for him to absolutely batter us.
2: <laughs> yeah, and and that's the thing, isn't it? It's weird, like when 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 you're a supporter of another club. It feels weird to be able to say that, but at the same time, it's just exciting. It is exciting for football. This is what we want. This is why I've I've always been, and I don't want to start another debate because we do want to get on the Q&A, but this is why I've always said I'm a Ronaldo over Messi guy. And it is only because, it is only and purely only because Messi hasn't come to the premiership. If Messi came to the premiership and did exactly what he does everywhere else, don't get me wrong, Messi's the best in the world. But for me, it's Ronaldo at the moment because he's come, he's he's gone, he's come back again as well. And look what he's done this season. People have said obviously, you know, he's been a bit average, but actually he hasn't been a bit average. He has got a Man, man United, an average Man United, out of some very difficult positions and got them some points and, you know, further in the Champions League than they ever would have been if he wasn't there. He's so, he's the greatest of all time. You don't need to. You don't need to convince me. Um. But, don't get me wrong, if Messi turned up for Man City and did bits, then we've probably got more of a debate on our hands again.
0: Well, I think we better swiftly move on to the Q&A section from that. <laughs> I know if Luke was here, he wouldn't be happy with you right now. I know, that's why I said it today. <laughs> right, uh, and speaking of Luke, even though he is on holiday, he has supplied us with a question for the Q&A. So I am going to play that right now. Guys, you can't go doing that easily. we still got the Q&A section. My question to you, though, is what has been your favourite month for this FIFA and why? Based on promos, gameplay, SVCS, whatever factor you want. My answer is April. It brought out the Showdown series, tried something new. Foot captains, some unique cards. Fantasy foot, interesting concepts. And it started team of the season with the community. I think it's pretty good in terms of promos. I don't know about you. And Al, do you want to start? Yes,
1: question? Yeah, cool. Thanks for the question, Luke. Um, I'm going for the exact same reasons as Luke, but I'm picking an entirely different month, and that's December. Same thing for me. Winter wildcard, signature sign-ins with my two favourite uh, promos this year. Um, I was absolutely sending FIFA back, back at that stage. I was, like, I'm talking seven nights a week just on the game, grinding the game and the build-up to team of the year at that point as well, just with the promos as well, it's like oh, EA, I know what you're doing. You're seeing that I've got a 100 packs saved and you're toying with me, Show me this Renato Sanchez, showing me this Atal and <laughs> want, want me to open up these packs, Show me this Ben Yedder as well. You know, I've, I've mentioned him a few times today. What a, what a month December was for me. Uh, but I entirely understand what Luke's saying with April is... It's the exact same thing, isn't it? Two incredible promos in a build up to a big statement part of the year. But yeah, I'll just go for December for me.
0: Oh, I feel like I want to potentially call you out on that. I'm I, I'm I'm pretty sure signature sign ins only fell in November because I'm pretty sure it ended on the Monday. Is that right? The oh. Yeah, I'm pretty sure because it was the Black Friday weekend, isn't it? So I'm pretty sure they went out of packs. Well, just, well,
1: let's just well, go. Well, win I would Say
2: it was a Monday. month, a month, a month of FIFA. The last two maybe, weeks of November yeah. and the first two weeks of December. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe. But well, that that kind of that kind <laughs> of <laughs> month that
0: prior kind of to Team
1: of the Year. Yeah, as such. A
0: 4 week period. Uh, yeah, but he specifically once I'm going December. So, I'm going December. I'm going December. To are going December. I'm locking it in. So uh, the, w- w- with one of the worst promos, yeah.
1: One of the worst, you reckon?
0: Fire and Ice oh god the, the Fire and Ice was the worst yeah yeah, mm. yeah uh, these might, guys it think it's the worst problem. I don't know. I think it was bad a it's bit not as bad, bad as the numbers up but it's yeah. definitely there yeah, yeah.
1: Might, might, it yeah, might yeah, have yeah, to yeah. be April still
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: changing his <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm, yeah, go, I'm yeah. going with December with just because of, just cause
1: of how, um, injo- how much I enjoyed the game at that point in comparison to how much I enjoyed it over April December for me
2: I'm I'm just going to be that guy that says September. Love that. Um, so wow. it's because it was before they did whatever they did to goalkeepers. <laughs> I preferred it when they saved things. I don't like the goalkeepers this year. I don't like that they do matrix dives when you hit the ball straight at them um, and don't even get anywhere near the ball. Everyone knows my gripe with goalkeepers on this. I've talked about it pretty much every single week. Um, But also, it's not just that, it's that excitement of that first, like, I I mean, I don't know how you guys manage it, but at the start, I put on those first, like, um, 12,000 FIFA points and just to get players in my club and see if I can pack someone out of a 7.5k pack to sell and get me some coins in the club to start off. That's just, I love it. I love that teamed up with the fact that the gameplay was probably the best right then before they nerfed it and made it terrible.
1: Gameplay is always the best at the start of the game but you're saying September so you've chosen a month where we had the game for 4 days plus web app
2: Ok so here we go again uh, <laughs> October then uh, September, October October-y area No
0: I mean it's not FIFA tw- it was specifically for FIFA 22 but yeah September for FIFA 21 is also a good month because we had the 85 plus times 10 pass Was that in yeah. September really? Oh. Wow yeah, I'm pretty sure that would have been towards... I think it was the very beginning of September. Jesus. So it might have been like the very, very end of August, uh, August yeah. very beginning of September. That was a fun time. Basically. I did like
2: recycling packs to try and see if I could get those 99-rated cards or how many times I could pack that couldn't. <laughs> at
0: like What I'm a mean, card. I'm pretty sure... What a card, hey? Whoa. I'm pretty sure it expired around... The sixteenth or the fifteenth of September because it was a week before because I was doing the icon SBCs like going yes I've got myself a ninety nine Pele but unfortunately there's only like seven days left of this game <laughs> yeah. so I'm not really going to be able yeah. to use him yeah I yeah
2: did, I did get Ronaldinho and I was
1: buzzing like I was about to say the same thing I think I've I think on my FIFA twenty one account I've got a Ronaldinho with five games played
2: yeah. And and that's the thing, isn't it? How how bad is that for FIFA twenty one that we're talking about one of its best moments being when the game was ne- nearly dead? Um, but yeah, FIFA twenty one was nice. horrendous as as a whole. For me,
0: it's all the psychological warfare by EA with filling us with joy, filling us with hope, making us want to pre order the game. That's why it's all. That's why, in some ways, the August September time. In the FIFA cycle, tends to be the best time to get in FIFA hyped. because yeah. you're hyped, you're relaxed. Because you, at, the, at the same time, you're like, it's the end of the game. I don't care coins. I'll buy the, I'll just buy the fodder to do like the eighty-five times ten, and then because the eighty-five plus times ten was repeatable, and you, kept, you could use half of the pack to do another one, and then the other half to do the icon SBC. Yeah. So it's just like that endorphins. Making you feel happy because oh, at the end it's of the day. Me
2: back. I feel like I've just gone on like a memory of holiday or something. It's lovely.
0: Mm. Cause at the end of the day, what do most or no, not most, what do all FIFA players do, like pretty much probably eleven months eleven months of the year? They complain about FIFA. Mm-hmm. So the EA know that we're hating FIFA so they need something to make us buy the next instalment and that's why September normally is the best time but for me I'm going to say January because January because it is winter wild cards I think winter wild cards just sort of expired towards I think it was maybe the first week I think it went into the new year or it was the um what winter wild card swaps sort of was going into the new year and then the big the big 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 thing Team of the year at the end of mm-hmm. the day, you got, you, get, you got that excitement, and I think this year, because of the guaranteed ratings and stuff, and just me saving up packs, I think it was the best what the actual time that I managed to pack a team of the year player without having to buy FIFA points as well. Who'd you get? Which is great. Uh, this year I got team of the year Hikimi yeah. and I got Donnarumma twice one tradable, one untradable. Yeah, my two were Hakimi uh, and uh, Donnarumma, and Hakimi's still in my squad as well. Same here. And he's my most capped player now. He has overtaken Kante.
2: I'm just going to stay silent. Did
0: you pack any, Brad?
2: No, I didn't pack any, mate. I saved up like 130 packs. Didn't pack a single one, and it was my first year in about three years that I've not packed a team of the year.
0: I I say if you save up packs, because the problem is, is you say 150 packs, and I then go, okay, break it down. And then you see the breakdown. And actually, I say, that's not 150 packs. That's realistically maybe 50 packs because the other 100 packs are probably packs that you don't really have much of a chance, if not a chance to pack a team of the year. Whereas in, I say the packs to save up are like the 100K packs, the um, 50K packs, 45K packs. Yeah,
1: they're the only the, ones that I actually uh, saved. Uh, did, yeah. you, did any of you do the uh, do the spreadsheet? It was going around. I had 200,000 FIFA points worth of
2: packs saved up. Wow, no, I didn't see I it,
0: though. didn't. Mm. I didn't use the spreadsheet, but I had, like... Something similar. Much the minimum packs I had, I'm pretty sure, were, like, your rare electrums, prime gold players, like, a few mega packs. And I think that basically either didn't have a guaranteed rating or... Basically had like maybe less than three rare, three or less rares. I was just like, I'm opening them. Up, yeah,
1: sending to play. Those
0: are the ones that are like you got virtually no chance. So at least then I'm spending less time having to open up packs because I've got less packs. But those, the quality of those packs are like exceptional. And then it was just a case of doing those and doing some league. I I mainly did the league and the Premier League premium gold players packs and then that's how i i think that's how i got donnarumma and the kimi was from those and then the tradable donnarumma was from my saved packs but moving on to the next question so we're going over to discord right now and we have got venom asking what would make foot champs perfect in your opinion e.g. rewards, number of games, and how you qualify. Now, hmm. I would argue and say that Foot Champs this year was the perfect um, Almost. Foot Champs before Team of this Season, but after they changed the qualifying format and the rewards. So when it was the four wins gives you the Team of the Week pack and you had to win five in nine, I didn't really like that structure but once they changed it to win 4 and 10 and then you know you had to win 9 games instead of the 4 to get that I found it more relaxing to play foot champs
2: I'll let you go on this LCB before I weigh in ask a controversial question sure should foot champs be relaxing no
1: yeah that's my opinion on it as well I get I get people saying oh I like the kind of the free wins and stuff like that. I've not like I obviously if someone's going to quit on me on nil nil or give me a free win, I'm very happy for the free win. And on a couple of times where a free win has saved me from bottling a rank, obviously I've been really grateful for it as well. But it's the most competitive game mode on the game, and it should be like that. I think I think this year's format is kind of ruin that. I'd I'd love last year's rewards and last year's format back. Maybe drop it down to 20, 20 games, um, and don't like don't let us qualify through this current system. Do it back to points as such. But yeah, I, I liked the kind of actually having to sweat foot champs as such. It's such I think it's one of the reasons that I was so into fifa 21 in comparison
2: to fifa 22. Oh, really? Mm.
1: Which is weird and and it's and it's controversial, but um yeah, I just feel like foot champs is a, a little I've just not bothered with it this year. The only the only competitive side of fifa that I've bothered with this year apart from foot champs in, in the early game cycle is e Premier League. And once we got knocked out of the Premier League, I haven't really bothered with FIFA.
0: Yeah, okay. I am mean, going to be controversial. Okay, you carry a, on. The the yeah. I don't think FIFA should be competitive. Full stop. If there, if if it has to be competitive for those that want to be like pro players and stuff like that, then they can do a separate like mode for them that they can enter. So that people that want to be competitive can be competitive. But if you look at like majority of games i'd say the yes there are competitive people there are tryhards there's always going to be tryhards no matter what game you play but at the end of the day right majority of the player base on any game are casuals and at the end of the day if you say foot champs is going to be the um competitive only mode then you have to create a means of making it locked off so that it is Competitive owner.
1: Well, I think there's a difference between being a casual. I think there's a fine line between being a casual and being competitive. Like I'm a, I'm a yeah. casual. I'm not a pro player, but I like the competitive nature of gaming. That's why, I, that's why I play online games over story mode games because I want to compete against someone else. Like Call of Duty, it's I don't sweat Call of Duty. Back in the day, when like prime lockdown, when I was sweating Warzone, you're being competitive. Do you know what I mean no one was giving me a free win in for dance?
2: Yeah, and I and I agree with that. Mm. I I think that foot champs. Um, I I don't I don't I love the competitive side of it, and it's it's what it should be about. I, don't get me wrong, I'm the same as you. I um, love a free win, and also I only sh- I don't want foot champs to be stressful for me. So mm. I choose to get to a certain rank and then give away wins because that's what I want to do, um, and that's me managing it the way I can because the way it's set out. But I think that to have a just a just a mode for those competitive players, I think, well, well, what else are they going to do for the rest of the year if you have to set up competitions or tournaments or modes where they can only play each other? I think there's a bit for, kind of singling them out a little bit. For, for, think... that,
1: for that level of competition, there is them modes. It's called the Premier League and FIFA Global yeah. Stage and stuff like that. I'm just talking about how Foot Champs is just it like last year it was something that it, it was it was sweaty but the gameplay was so much better last year that if someone was like this year if someone was really sweating foot champs they could keep the ball for 90 minutes if they really really tried hard enough they yeah. could keep the ball for 90 minutes and you can't do anything to get the ball off them
2: no we have talked about that before about the ability to be able to do that is flawed in the game
1: so I saw someone flashing all over Twitter the other day for beating hashtag Tom Um and Tom brought up the stats or something like that and it was like yeah you had 92% possession yeah beat me 1-0 nice
2: mate is it because it? yeah if you manage to just get that early goal then you can literally just sit on it there's nothing yeah. they can do there's nothing they can do Um, but I, I yeah I I think if you, if you want to play competitive FIFA then you play foot champs but I think you can still enjoy ultimate team and play ultimate team and not even have to play foot champs you can play your division rivals and get because that's the thing, for those casual players, and if we are talking about really casual, then we're talking about someone like me. I get to play it maybe once, twice a week, okay? So I've got job, I have family, all those other things. So you if you only get to play at that time, you don't have the time to play 20 games of foot champs, the qualifying games, your eight rivals wins, and also get your objective players done as well. It's just not possible. Even so in, if even you're a casual in... player, go on. No, sorry, go on so if you're a casual player really you've got to kind of either choose what you want to do at that time so if you want to do foot champs you can pretty much only do foot champs because that's 20 games or if there's that objective card that you want to do you can do that and get maybe four of your eight rival wins this year I've played more foot champs because of the format of it than I've ever played in any FIFA ever um, I've only been playing Ultimate Team really properly since FIFA 17 but this is the first year I've played the most foot champs I've ever played and that is by choice. That is not because I go in on a weekend and go, oh, do you know what? I fancy some competitive FIFA. It's because I've gone, oh, do you know what? There's nothing else that I really want to do in the game and I've got some time to play it. I'm going to play foot champs.
1: Yeah, but I I, I completely get the other side of it as well. I get what you're saying, as about how it shouldn't be stressful. And at the end of the day, there's something about, I know I was comparing it to Call of Duty, but there's something about FIFA that just gets people's blood boiling. And that's why you get people like, the person who was DMing uh Brad earlier today or last night or whatever it was, and that's why you get people yeah, today. like being racist like we've seen on Twitter, unfortunately, in the pro scene today, because there's something mm-hmm. about this game that I don't know if it's something that comes from football as a sport that gets us really uh aggressive and really angry in comparison to other games. So yeah, to that side of things, foot champs shouldn't be like that. But no. at, at the same time it shouldn't it shouldn't just be like Golden
2: goal. I think with those people, like they've got that in them, and this just brings like it brings it out. So I don't think like the, I don't think the game suddenly makes anyone racist or the game suddenly no, makes anyone uh, toxic. But they're already like that, and then it enhances it because, and it's it's multitude of things. It's gameplay. It's whatever. It's, be, it's people that are behind the curve in terms of their ability to play it and things like that. You know, like I like I said, the reason that I probably. Get um, messages like that and things like that is because I don't have the time to play rivals. But if I play rivals, then I will like most people this year because it's easy it would be an elite. But I'm not. I'm in Div Three. So I'm playing yeah. people that are in Div Three who are in Div Three.
1: No, guess, Whereas I, okay, yeah.
2: you know they're they're then thinking they're probably thinking. Oh why why aren't I playing someone with the same ability of me, and then so then, like this guy today, and like I weren't tr- I weren't trying to be a wind up or anything. I was literally stating the facts when he started saying about um you know, oh, I got sulky when I went two one down, and I said, no, I was actually watching a YouTube video while I was playing you, so I weren't concentrating that weren't me like saying oh you know i'm so good i can watch youtube videos while i play fifa that was me just being honest and saying oh yeah that only happened because i was actually watching a golf video on youtube when i then realized you'd gone 2 one up and i weren't really paying attention i sat back down and played the game and that's why i beat you six four like <laughs> that's that's not it's not it's not you're me a bigger like,
1: you're a bigger man than me i'd have said oh sorry <laughs> i'd say sorry mate i think i, I thought i was playing squad battles
2: <laughs> but you know what i mean it's not like that and then 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 like i say then then it brought out other things like um you know sort of call, calling me a name multiple times talking about my personal name and where i'm from and my family and stuff and i just think hang on a minute now like this is a bit different like we were having seemingly banter or I, I wasn't even having banter i was just explaining what happened and then suddenly it's turned into him talking about my personal life and i was like no nah, this isn't okay now it's just, you're just, you know, you're just a weirdo awesome. one in this community along with all the other weirdos that are in this community.
0: And then, just quick one from GH then. Thoughts on Silver Stars. Is it or has it been a pointless game mode or do you see any point in it?
2: The tr- the, the problem with this question is the guy that's here usually is the best person to talk about this. I don't know about LCB, but I don't do Silver Stars. Did it at the first two weeks because uh, you can get kind of a, a good player that's of you know higher stats than you know so we're talking about the silver stars but really they're what 85 86 rated boosted cards essentially um, but I did only do it in, in the first two weeks and then I stopped
1: I've got and really... mostly
2: that's because you get silver beasts or everyone knows you get silver beasts now where you've got a score of a silver team in a week and in that objective you get it for free yeah um, Whereas, actually, if you buy a silver team of the week at the start of the game, they're really expensive and not a lot of people have coins. So, yeah, Luke being the one to talk about this, do you, did you do silver stars or have you done silver stars? What have you thought of the FOMO?
1: Yeah, I've got a really weird obsession with them silver stars ones. I do every single one. And I can't explain okay. to you why. I can't explain to you why. Uh, I can't explain to where it started. Last year, I did every single silver... SBC, objective, everything. I think where it started from, I can't remember what FIFA it was. Maybe it might have been like FIFA nineteen drawing like the carnival promo. There was like these Brazilian silver players and they were absolutely insane.
2: Oh, the Samba Stars.
1: Yeah, Samba Stars. And there was uh, there was a left mid um Left back. Left back called Dalbert, who was class, who was from Ligon. Was class, yeah. And then there was Wallace centre mid for Syria, and Wallace was actually in my Syria squad as well. Um, but this year, I uh, agree with the person who sent in the question, thanks for the question, is that, yeah, it's quite a bit pointless. And I genuinely think it's because of that Silver Star promo, which is contradictory to everything I said, because I said I love Silver Stars, so you'd think I'd love that promo. But now, every single new silver objective that they've been bringing out isn't anywhere near to your 74 Royce or your 74 Pogba or your 74... Um, KDB and Cyprian and Serki and uh, Alango and all of these unreal silver cards that did a job for a while, won't do a job now because it's Tots of course but mm-hmm. um, yeah I haven't been doing them in more recent weeks but yeah I do have a weird obsession with them as I said can't explain why
2: Do you think a little bit though in part of it is because it's like a little bit like trading cards to some people like Election. it's a rare card that you can't get any other way yeah, so I it's think just like a collectible.
1: Yeah, I think so, and I think a part of that was I don't know if you remember, but when the Silver Stars promo came out, there was an SBC uh, for a player pick because obviously there's loads of objectives. They're like, all right, we'll do this uh, SBC, and you get a player pick of uh, of ones that you can do, and like all yeah. all people were doing it. I can remember someone in my chat saying, "Oh, have you done the player pick?" And I was like, "No, nah, mate, don't need to. Already got all of them." And it was like the weirdest flex I've ever done in my life. And I felt so <laughs> felt so sick. Like, yeah, I've got all these 74 cards. Hey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, no, it's probably that with uh, the collect, collector, collector's thing. But I think FIFA should incorporate that as well. I'd love, like, to go onto a little menu on your club. And uh, have you ever played, um, it's on the iPhone. It's, I can't remember what it's called, like, Pacey Bits or something like Or oh, Pacey Foot.
2: Oh, yeah, no, so it's, it's called Mad foot. Madfoot. Madfoot, yeah, that's Mad it. Yeah, and
1: yeah. Uh, I, I, I've used to just sit there and just f- trying to fill in uh, 100% of Aston Villa. And I can remember I was chasing a, a silver Conor Horahan for forever just to get 100% yeah. Aston Villa. And I think if FIFA incorporated something like that, it'd be pretty cool.
2: That would be. I agree, actually.
0: Yeah, I think I've not really been um, a huge fan of Silver Stars. I guess some, for some people, like maybe the really, really good players, like... It offers a bit more of a fun element for the but for those that are more of an average skill where let's face it you kind of need to use the best of the best to try and be as competitive as possibly or at least be able to have a better chance of winning games when playing um, the silver stars don't really stack up so the current silver star player so he plays in the j league he is brazilian so he isn't too bad of a nation however it's like 80 pace 85 dribbling 90 shooting yeah 90 shooting is fine 70 passing and 86 physical for striker let's face it those stats do not stack up against other cards (laughs) even on the lower end of spectrum for team of season which means yeah. this basically is an unusual card, so it's like, what is the mean? to your incentive? To do it? Yes. Yeah. yeah and what's the incentive? I've just. It uh, is easy to do.
1: I've just put his concept into my silver team, and he, he he wouldn't even make my silver team's bench. So there is even on that side of things, there's no no incentive.
2: Yeah. So so whilst the like we're not saying necessarily that silver stars is a bad promo. It, the way it's being managed is bad, isn't it? Because the the silver stars now need to go with the curve of the game as well. Mm. So at this rate, at this point, we should be getting a seventy four rated silver card that's actually ninety rated in game.
0: Exactly. Mm, yeah. Maybe.
2: Yeah. In order for it to, you know, in order for them to be usable cards, like like you say, it would be fun if you could now be playing with your main team. And you've got what looks like a seventy four rated special card at left wing who's actually a ninety one rated beast.
1: Yeah, true. But what it could also be is...
2: go on. I'm with you on the um I'm with you on the like the collectibles side of things. Like at the end of the day, these are cards that are that you can collect. Uh, yes we put some inter SPCs mm. and things in that. But I think that like if they did some objective where you could if you if you packed or collected a certain amount of cards of a thing, and they gave you a pack for it. Um, at the end, it might be more of an incentive to make it that way.
0: Certainly, but that's why they make the requirements to do it very easy: three wins, score rate, six yeah, assists. Yeah, yeah. Because let's face it, it's not really. You can't even use it as fo- well. You could use it as fodder, but it's just it's a seven-four rate card. It's not really going to help. No, with uh, many SBCs, they should just um, so, they should just bring a game mode out my opinion well that's what they did during the silver stars didn't they
1: I mean like like a weekly one where you use your silver team almost like one of some of the tournaments that they used to do if you just had different like daily tournaments where you win three games and you get a rare players back let's say and each day there's a, a bronze tournament a silver tournament and a gold tournament and then maybe maybe just bronze and silver you don't necessarily need to need the gold tournament and each day you're right yeah jump on jump on really quick bang out three games and do it like uh, like they've been doing where it's it's um like golden cup type stuff yeah Yeah. Mm. just there's just there's just so much
2: that would have been the perfect time to have experimented with this type of cup thing that they've done yeah maybe it's it's during that silver stars promo
1: 100%. and I just think there's just so much that this game has to give that currently in EA Sands is not giving, and that's why I'm just excited to see who takes FIFA on after EA move on
0: but that is it for the Q&A for this week and that is it for this week's podcast LCB, thank you for being on today's podcast, and uh, as I said earlier all his links will be down in the description. I hope you've enjoyed yourself. No, today.
1: thanks. Thanks very much for inviting me on, lads. Yeah, genuinely, really enjoyable chat to have. It's good, good to have a laugh and uh, talk about the game that we all hate so much, uh, love so much. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: yeah. It is. It's good. It's good but, to see hear other people's opinions and that as well, and good to have another voice. Yes,
0: definitely. exactly. But he will also be featuring on our other. Well, not both of our other series, but he will be featuring on our Bonus Draft Builder, Mm. which we'll be recording very, very shortly. So make sure to check that out on our FSB YouTube channel. Brad, thank you for being on this week's podcast as well. Always a pleasure. And we, well, me and Brad definitely will see you next week when Luke returns Bye-bye, guys. Cheers. Thank you.